Pittsburgh in one of the model franchises in the NFL. Toward the end of May, final week of May, it was announced that Omar Khan has been elevated to general manager of the Pittsburgh Steelers, significant on many fronts. Number one, this is a young man who's made himself good by working extremely hard and getting himself to a position to be finally given this opportunity because, frankly, Ed and I have openly questioned why he hadn't been given an opportunity previously, but all is well that ends well because he ends up in a position with the organization he's been working so well for for so many years now. Of course, Omar, a native uh, from New Orleans and Archbishop Rommel High School and Tulane University, so a lot of people here extremely happy for him and, and also very proud of what he's been able to accomplish. And, He's gracious enough to join us now to give us a little bit of his time. Omar, first and foremost, welcome and congratulations, my friend. Thank you very much. Hey, guys, great to hear your voices. How are you guys doing? We're doing good, man. Super. Yeah, all good. Ed's doing super. I'm just doing good, so it's okay. So good. I'm doing super, Omar. <laughs> I'm doing I, super. I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, it's our pleasure. Look, I, I guess we should start with a little Raider pride, right? Absolutely. <laughs> all good. So I, I, get, I don't know if this was from your perspective when we talk about, you know, getting to where you got. When, when you got the, the word, what did you feel, number one? Did you expect it? And, and just what was the, the feeling uh, that you had? How elated were you? Uh, it was an amazing feeling. Obviously, when you go through this process, um, you're confident and you're hopeful. And sometimes it goes your way. Sometimes it doesn't. But um, – you know, when Mr. Rooney called me in, we sat down, we had a conversation about the job and the role and um, all the different aspects of it. Um, you know, when he offered me the job, I was trying to control myself. But inside, I was extremely, extremely excited, and I tried to stay composed. Uh, I think I did, but it was a tremendous feeling. It's a dream come true for me. Ed? Omar, you guys have, have done some interesting things in the first round the last couple of years. You, you, you drafted a quarterback this year, and then you drafted Najee Harris, who had a great rookie year. Uh, that's, that's not always what people do, especially in this draft. What did you guys like about Pickett so much? Okay, we're, we're, we were elated to have the opportunity to, uh, to draft Kenny. Uh, he brings so much to the table. His leadership, obviously, as a player, he's, a, he's been successful, has great quarterback traits, uh, and he's a winner. Uh, same thing with Najee. Uh, these, these are Steelers. Um, we, were, we were excited that both of them were there, and we had the opportunity to draft both of them. Now, I, I know the Saints talk about going for high-character guys. How much time do the Steelers, and how much time do you spend on that? We, we Obviously, that's, that's, that's key for us, and I, I, I'd be surprised if it's not for most organizations, if not all. Uh, but we spend a great deal of time you know, researching every player. Uh, we, we talk to people at the universities, uh, people around them. Uh, just it's, it's part of the process. It's a very important pro- part of the process for us. And that's going to Omar Conway, this from the Pittsburgh Steelers. Omar, talk about, before we talk more about your football experience. Now, what you took away from your experiences, you know, how it shaped you, what you learned from Archbishop Rummel, from Tulane, and, and then with the New Orleans Saints as well. So if I had to go back and do it all again, I'd do it the same way, honestly. Uh, Romo for me was tremendous, just the bond that I formed. It was the right school for me uh, at that point in my life. Um, you know, I have no, no regrets. I loved every minute of it. 
you know, you guys have heard me say this time and time again when we, we've connected how much I love New Orleans and Metairie and, and that community. And for me, Rumble was just, it, it was truly special. And, um, you know, I, I, I love this, the school. Um, that love from day one, I just fell in love with it, and it was the right, right school for me. You know, and then Tulane, you know, I wasn't ready to leave New Orleans at that time. I, I loved it down there. You know, my family was down there. I had a great deal of friends. And, you know, when I visited the campus, it was just, it felt, it felt like it, it was for me. And no regrets. It was uh, tremendous. Both those places have set the standard and laid a foundation for me. Omar, we got, we've got two guys from Tulane who are general managers in the NFL. That's pretty cool. Huh? Very cool. Very, very cool. Terry, Terry's a great Great person, great gentleman, great general manager, and uh, I'm excited that we can represent hopefully the Green Wave uh, proudly. And Omar, what about the Saints, and you know what you took away from that experience here, and what you were able to glean from that before you went to Pittsburgh? So you know, get, getting that call back in uh, 1997 from uh, Chet Franklin to come and interview for an intern position, I, I'll never forget. It was in. Uh, I, I, I got home to my parents' house, um, and there was a voice. You know, we, this is before the voice, but it was one of those answering machines. I hit play, and I said, hey, this is Chet Franklin from uh, the Saints. wanted to talk to you about a possible intern position. I, I, I'll never forget uh, that message. Um, and, it was, you know, I grew up a Saints fan. My dad, my dad and I spent, um, you know, Sundays in the Dome and watching the Saints during a fun time for that franchise. Um and, and, you know, to get the opportunity and the call to go work for the Saints was just, like I said, a dream come true. Had four great years there. Uh, had the opportunity to work in many different aspects um, of the business of the NFL, of, of the team. Uh, it was just a great experience. You know, I, I felt like when I left there, I left uh, a more well-rounded individual, uh, both professionally as a person. And, uh, again, the Saints and being in New Orleans really said uh, – a great foundation for me moving forward. Ed? Omar, do you, do you see a lot of um, similarities between the way the Saints do business and the way the Steelers do business and the fact that I don't, I don't think either club has ever made a huge emphasis of free agency, fill in some things there, but have always been building through the draft. Do, do you see some, some common threads there? Yeah, you know, I said at my initial press conference that, you know, this, this Kevin Colbert, who was very instrumental in my career here, um, he always emphasized the importance of building these things in the draft, and that's not going to change. Um, the one thing I will say, you know, in terms of similarities, I, the Benson family was tremendous uh, to me. You know, Mr. Benson was great when I was there to me. He really taught me a lot, spent some time with me. We had a great relationship. Um, I, I got a nice, you know, Mrs. Benson, I've gotten to know her through the years and meetings, and she sent me a nice note um, uh, the other day. Um, and, and, you know, the Rooney family here, you know, what can you say? The Rooney family, it's one of the greatest fam- sports families of all time. Um, but th- that, that's another similarity I'll mention. Now, Kevin Colbert is a guy, correct me if I'm wrong, that didn't trade up. He believed, for the most part, he believed in drafting at his position. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, you'd have to ask Kevin, you know, exactly what his philosophy was. I don't. I think we traded up to get Troy Polamalu, uh, and uh, Devin Bush were the two in the first round, if I'm not mistaken. 
Um, but, you know, if there's an opportunity to get a, a player that you're targeting, I mean, you always keep all options open. Omar, we hear so much about the Rooney family and, and just how how solid they are and, and what they've meant to the league. And uh, the Patriarch, I think everyone was so happy when uh, the Steelers won that first Super Bowl because of uh, how much he had gone through and how good a person he was. And I think the Steelers are the ultimate example of stability because it's been the Rooney family. And then from a coaching perspective, it's been what three guys, Chuck Knoll, Bill Cower, Mike Tomlin, over such an elongated period of time. Is that the secret to success, stability and ownership and stability in terms of who's running the franchise? Obviously, that's a rarity in sports, but it's, it's um, obviously I'm grateful for that. That's, uh, I've benefited from that. But, you know, I, you know, you'd have to ask them, but I, I would have to say it absolutely is. And, you know, the, they vote. In this business, sometimes you just have to accept that you have to ride the roller coaster to the top. And, um, you know, we've done it here. Uh, we've been a part of one of, I've been a part of one ownership group here in the 20 plus years I've been here. Uh, two head coaches, two great head coaches, uh, one general manager. So, yeah, the continuity is, is obviously great and it's worked here. Another one of the comparisons between the Saints and the Steelers would be the iconic quarterbacks for such an, a long period of time, Ben Roethlisberger in Pittsburgh and, of course, Drew Brees in New Orleans. Very similar dynamic to, to legendary guys who won Super Bowls and were just great players and will be Hall of Fame players. And, and now both franchises trying to, to really find that identity beyond those, those guys. Talk about that and, and how tough that is when you have such an iconic figure at the most important position. Yeah, I, I can't speak for the Saints, but I know we we had a great run with with uh, Ben. Um, he, you know, maybe you can say you were we, we were spoiled a little bit, but I, I can tell you the group that we have now, we have a lot of confidence in, and think and think the future is bright with this group at the position. Ed, Omar, Omar, what do you think is the uh, the biggest challenge for the NFL moving forward? What do, what do you think has changed the game? Is there anything that like super concerns you moving forward as far as the league is concerned? Um, that's a good question. Um, yeah, I, you know, I see myself as an optimist, you know, and I and I see the direction the league's going. Obviously, with with media and social media, negative aspects of the business are probably going to come to the forefront, maybe more than they should. Um, it's just a, it's just something that's natural, but. You know, I, I, I'm a great believer in the NFL and in this league, and you know, I, I just—it's been so important. It's been so instrumental in my life that you know I, I see so much good in what it, what this league um, allows you know us to do, and allows a lot of you know a lot of people that are in it to do and accomplish. And I, I just you know I, I see the good in the league, and I, I just think there's so much more good than than not. Omar, your division has turned out to be a very tough division. You know, Cleveland, of course, has a new quarterback, a talented guy, and some issues to deal with there. Cincinnati emerged as a great story last year with a lot of guys with local ties to Louisiana. And then, of course, Baltimore is still Baltimore. And Lamar Jackson, uh, with his whole contract situation, remains to be seen how that's resolved. But that's a tough team. That has turned out to be a very tough division, hasn't it? i got to tell you, I love this division. I mean, I've been here 20-plus years, and the rivalries have just been 
awesome to be around. You know, the Steelers, Ravens, the Steelers, Browns, the Steelers, Bengals. It's, it's just been awesome. Um, you know, we embrace the challenge year in and year out. And, um, I'm excited that we're a part of this division. It's, it's, it's been a lot of fun and it's going to continue to be fun. A couple more minutes with Omar Khan. Ed? When you have to play against Joe Burrow twice a year, it's, you certainly have to raise the bar a little bit, don't you? Joe Burrow's a great football player, great quarterback, for sure. And then, of course, when you look at the entire AFC, right now, it's certainly, at least from appearances, looks like the AFC is the deeper conference. Buffalo's emerged as a really outstanding team. Kansas City is still Kansas City. Obviously, the teams in your division, we just talked about Cincinnati made it to the Super Bowl. You know, you look at Tennessee, that's a good football team. There's just a lot of good teams in the AFC right now. It, it certainly looks like the balance of power has shifted a bit to that conference. I mean, the season will, will speak for itself, but we, we welcome the challenge. And we, uh, you know, we, we're excited about being in the AFC and, and what the season brings for us. Now, Omar, so you keep... Yeah, go ahead, Ed. I'm sorry, Ken. Go ahead, Ed. So, uh, how has it been living in Pittsburgh all these years? Oh, I mean, you know, you, you come from the south, you go to a new part of the country. Kenny and I both love Pittsburgh. We think it's a great city. Um, what's it? What What was the adjustment like there? And and you've made a home there now. And um, it, are there as far as the passion from the fans and so many people being from that area? In, in some ways, it reminds me of New Orleans in that regard. Obviously, I grew up a uh, passionate Saints fan, and I can tell you just being here for 20-plus years, the passion of, of, of the fans here in Western PA and the Steeler Nation, I just I got to tell you, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's their second to none, um, and I'm, I'm so thrilled that I'm a part of it. Um, you know, I bled black and gold and different shade of black and gold in New Orleans. Now I believe it's the Steelers black and gold here, and, you know, there's similarities, but I, I got to tell you, this this fan base in Pittsburgh and the Steeler Nation is, is just really tremendous, second to none. One or two minutes left with Omar. Are you guys coming up for this game? Hey, listen, uh, that's, that's, a, that's a great question. Good I want question. to. Yeah, yeah, I want to. Uh, I'm going to have you guys bring me some, uh, some, some stuff from down there, so just be ready. <laughs> I have a few requests there. <laughs> tell, tell me exactly what you want, whether it's king cake, oysters, crawfish, whatever it is, you tell me. And, uh, one way or the other, we'll make sure we get it there. What, what's, what's Kenny, on you're in charge of bringing the live crawfish, so that's, that's your All right. responsibility. The live crawfish. That's your responsibility. <laughs> the live crawfish. Wow. The, you know, I'll ask my like wife how I get that transported there. I have no <laughs> idea, but I'm going to make a way to do it, though, one way or the other. You know what? It's, it's, it's not that time of year, though, oh. I mean, it's, it's no. You're uh, right. You're right. It's. A, I mean, we. You might hey, Ken, have to Kenny will figure it out. Kenny will figure it out. He'll <laughs> have to figure it out. Yep. Uh, hey, last thought. You know, you have you have good facilities there. Heinz Field is a nice place, but man, I, I am a I'm a huge Major League Baseball guy. I love going to Major League ballparks. I think I've made 28 now, and got a chance to be there doing play by play for the Arena Football Team a few years ago, and got to PNC Park twice and and you guys sweet in fact and that is a gorgeous park Heinz is a really nice facility but pnc special man when you look out and see the clemente bridge and you got those sight lines and just the ballpark itself that's a fantastic place yeah it, it, it truly is both 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 facilities to me are very special um 
but to watch a baseball game, you know, I haven't been to many baseball games at other other uh, facilities, but uh, Heinz Field, excuse me, PNC Park is really, really a great place to uh, to watch a, a baseball game. I think the only other baseball my dad took me one time to watch an Astros game back at uh, old Astros. What was it called the Astrodome back Astrodome, back in yeah. the day? And uh, but PNC Park is great, great place to watch a baseball game. Well, great facilities, great franchise, great guy, Ed. I certainly enjoyed that. And you know what I did? Oh, I went to the Franco Harris statue and did the pose. At the airport. At the airport, yeah. I did the same thing, by the way. Yeah. And you you know, um, I I have a few Raider friends, and and they still haven't gotten over that. And and I think it's 50 years this, this year, isn't it? I think it is. Uh, yeah, th- we're, yeah, we're celebrating it um, the yeah. week of uh, Christmas weekend against the Raiders, uh, coincidentally. <laughs> that weekend, 50th uh, anniversary of uh, Franco's uh, Immaculate Reception. Yeah, so it's yeah. going to be exciting. Christmas Eve yeah, night, yeah. I believe it is. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm sure, I'm sure all those Raider people will love it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you should, I, I can't tell you how many requests. As soon as the schedule came out, how many requests I got for that uh, St. Steeler game and um, – so it's going to be a lot of a lot of people from New Orleans that I know coming up for that game. The requests have already started, and mm-hmm. you know, it's knowing, knowing that Kenny's going to find a way to get us that live crawfish, I'm sure I'll be able to host a uh, crawfish bowl that weekend. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to make I'll every effort. I'll designate that to him, Omar. I'll let him handle that. Perfect. If if I can't deliver the live crawfish. I have a lot of connections here. Ed always jokes about my restaurant connections. So if it's not that, it'll be a whole bunch of beignets, okay, one way or the other. Uh, hey, no excuses, Kenny, no excuses. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm kidding. No, I appreciate that. No, just seeing you, guys, seeing you guys would be great. Well, we, we, we certainly I'll... hope that that happens. And Omar Khan, really appreciate the time. And, and again, on behalf of – Everyone associated with Archbishop Rommel, Tulane, the New Orleans community, uh, congratulations. We are so happy for you. You probably know this because I've conveyed it to you before, but we've, we've talked about you on this show. We've been doing this show for almost 30 years now, and we've talked about you frequently about how you're long overdue for the opportunity. And, you know, as a, uh, as a person of faith, I believe God had a plan. And, and rather than you landing one of those other jobs, he, he kept you around to land the best job you could possibly find right there at home in Pittsburgh. Well, I appreciate it, and that, that's that's how I feel. And you know, I can tell you, born and raised in New Orleans, I'm I'm proud to say that I'm a Rummel Raider, and I'm very proud to say that I'm a Tulane Green Wave. And you know, I have a lot of great memories, friends, and a lot of love for that area down there. You know, I, I make it back, you know, four or five times a year. So hopefully, I get to catch up with you guys next time I'm down there. You got it. Uh, Rudy Dixon, our producer, a Rommel graduate, is playing the Rommel fight zone for you right now. So. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I hear it. I hear it. That's awesome. That's awesome. Oh, good. Omar, thank you so much for Thanks. the time. Congratulations again. And, Thanks, guys. And I'll work hard on the crawfish here. I appreciate it. Thanks, <laughs> Thanks Ed. You got it. Right, to you guys. All right, Omar. You. Thank you. Omar Khan. Uh, look, it's a feel-good story, Ed. And, and again, uh, you know, we know him personally, so there's that. And there's a friendship that exists and a tremendous amount of respect. But at the same time, this is a guy that's richly deserving of the job. I mean, he's, mm-hmm. he's paid his dues. He's worked his way up. Mm-hmm. So many opportunities that, that were there, and he was so close on and didn't get them. But as I said, I think it was, it was perfect because it was all about the fact that he would end up staying right where he's at in a great organization.